Coming up on this episode of The Goldilocks Zone, we're back with Dungeons & Dragons Chapter 5, our continuing adventure. We've defeated Clark, we're ready to move on, see what awaits us in the magical land of Phandalin. Join us on The Goldilocks Zone, we're going to start an adventure for you right now. This is The Goldilocks Zone, episode number 33, recorded December 2nd, 2015. The Lost Minds of Phandalin, Chapter 5. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Goldilocks Zone, the podcast that actually takes you into a magical zone. I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always by Mr. Matt Mariani, and again on our continuing Dungeons & Dragons adventure, Dan Miller and Colby Rabadou. Hello to everybody. How are you all doing this evening? Pretty good. We're already on Episode 5. Pretty good. Uh, crazy. We, we are. This is our third night, and we double up. So, yeah, this is number five. We'll do five yeah, and six. I forgot about the doubling bit. Yeah, sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is exciting. Uh, I'm excited to continue. What's been going on with you guys since we talked last? Any Anything to uh, write home about? No, uh, no. So much work stuff that all I want to do is be an elf in... And Matt's diabolical world. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Low-hanging tree branches. Yes. <laughs> Much danger awaits. <laughs> oh my goodness! And I, I can't wait to see what that is. Matt, you are our dungeon master. Why don't you set up for us where we last left off with our characters? Well, Sean, where we last left off, uh, the the adventuring crew, as it were, had just defeated Clark the Bugbear and his trusted direwolf, Ripper. Oh, yeah. uh, they they were, were still in the, um, I guess, the, the main room of the, uh, the, the Cragmaw Cavern. Yep. Um, however, they had only just begun to explore the stashes and stashes of loot that are hidden therein. Mm. I guess not really hidden. They're kind of just lying out there for you guys to take. Um, killing killing uh, Clark and company netted you guys a considerable amount of XP, and it is now time to level up. Oh, yeah. Now, did we add all the XP together? Because in total, just for... Complete, completing the story milestone, you got 275 XP. Yeah, yeah, so, we did. I have noted here old. that I have 398. Yeah, that's what okay, I got. Good. Yeah, yep. that's good. That's good. So uh, <clears throat> we passed 300, so you get to go to level 2. Before we do anything else, I will explain what that entails. So pencils ready. Oh, we boy. Will start yeah. with Mr. Colby. All right. As a level two rogue, you have gained the ability Cunning Action. Cunning Action okay. is a 1d6, and it allows you to take a bonus action on each turn in combat. Now, what that means is af after you attack, you get a special bonus move, but you can only use it to do a dash, a disengage, or a hide. 
Okay. And so to do that, you said it's a D6? Yes. One, you roll 1D6. And what's the, like, is there a number I have to get for it to work? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think I think you have to get. Um, it's. I think it's kind of like an attack. Okay. So I, th- I think it's. I think it's effectiveness is based on the number you get. Right. So. Um. I'll, I'll just I'll just read what it has in the book just to make sure. You have. Um, all right. For a cunning action, it says, "Your quick thinking and agility allow you to move and act quickly." You can take a bonus action on each of your turns in combat. This action can only be used to take the dash, disengage, or hide action. Okay. Cool. Uh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. The 1d6 has nothing to do with the cunning action. That's just your, that's just your regular attack die. Oh, okay. It stays at a 1d6. Because it... Then when you get to level three, it goes up to a two d six. Oh, it's it's in the chart. I guess it's just to to let you know that you you remain with a one d six. Yeah, because that didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. You should be able to do any of those things without rolling the dice. So well, you get to do some stealthy ninja shit, basically. Oh uh, nice. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot I had the book here. I can look at this myself. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you can can make sure I'm not lying. Oh my god, I'm so excited for when we do this in real life. You can just make sure I'm not pulling things out of my ass. Yeah. Or if I'm doing it, I'm not doing it too obviously. We're going to skip Dan for now because his stuff is a little bit more complicated. But okay, we're going to read of course, up on it classic now. Dan, yeah. We're going right to uh, we're gonna go right to Sean. Yeah, now, it's good to read up on it. And, now, and- Matt, please tell me... Uh, Becoming a level two means I get fifty percent off at all Sunglass Hut locations. Is that is no, that what this entails? Tired, Sean. You have to wait for retirement for that. Oh, okay. What's 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 my big perk? You're Am I even more good looking? Oh, even no. better. You get the action surge. Action surge. That's my favorite yeah. energy drink. Action <laughs> surge. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a new, like the new Mountain Dew flavor. Mm-hmm. So action surge. Uh, you get an additional action in combat or while adventuring. After you finish, you must take a long or short rest before you are able to use it again. Mm-hmm. Um, as for the info in the book, let's just flip over to that. Mr. Fighter, Mr. Human Fighter, here we go. It says here, action surge. You can now push yourself beyond your normal limits just for a moment. On your turn, you can take one additional action on top of your regular action and a possible bonus action. Once you use this feature, you may finish, you must finish a short or long rest before you can use it again. Starting at the 17th level, you can use the action twice before arrest but only once on the same turn do the levels go as high as 17 oh the levels go on and that's in inter- that's absolutely terrifying the high <laughs> well, actually the high i think the highest they have listed here is 20 oh boy 20 and then you oh could probably boy. get the expansion pack so you give wizards of the coast even more money and you can go to like level 30 yeah it's oh. like uh 
in-app purchases. Like, wow. Yeah. Sounds like Scientology, but okay, <laughs> sure. Just um, you have the right Thetan level. All right, fantastic. Action surge, I get an additional action, but I must take a rest afterwards. Yep, and as far as I can tell... Can it be any action? That's your huge level two perk. Any action in combat or not in combat. Cool, so I can, like, stab somebody and then stab them again? Uh, yeah. Neat. Yeah. But you can only do that once... Before taking a long or short rest. Right. Okay, cool. All right, here we go. That's your perk, Mr. Sean. And now here's Mr. Dan. Woo! All right, I've, I've been trying to read up. I meant to do this. Because you got to do a whole lot. As yeah, a yeah, yeah. You, let's see where we should start. <laughs> you get to use magic. Yay! Woo! That's you become our, our, our team's first magic user. Yes, this is exciting. A whole bunch of new rules to learn. Yeah. I don't think any of you did magic, so I didn't really read that section. <laughs> so we'll be dabbling into that. Um, what? Yeah, I get some crazy spells here. I can touch someone and make them jump higher. <laughs> that's awesome. Wow. <laughs> I don't think that's very useful, although if I could... if I. <laughs> If I could touch myself and make myself jump higher, I could get to more branches. That's right. Dan, we, we don't need you touching yourself. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man, I can make them run faster, too. Jeez. Dan's just giving out superpowers left and right. So now that you're yeah, you're in the second level, I'm trying to see if you get to do second level spells. No, I, I you don't. You only uh, do first level spells. Yeah. That's not confusing at all. That's what I thought. But there's still some cool spells in here. There's still some cool spells. Spell casting. You can cast nature spells much as a druid does. Um, yeah, I have a specific list of spells here. You get, yeah, you get two spells, basically. Two spells to pick from. Yeah. Two first level spells. Well, you have a plethora of choices. I, I know for sure that one of them is going to be Cure Wounds. If Sean's experience the last uh, episode is any indication, we, uh, yep. we need that. For sure. Uh, I do not like wounds. And, and for the second one, I, I can't decide. I think there's three options I'm considering here. <clears throat> Alarm will let me like set like a magical thing that will let us know if something's approaching. So mm. that could be useful. Uh, okay, there's four. Ensnaring strike will like pin someone down. I think when I shoot them with an arrow, or I or no, I just cast a spell on them. Uh, yeah. So that that might be useful for uh, locking some stuff down. Uh, beyond that, though, there's also this hunter's mark thing, which will let my arrows do more damage, one d six more damage. You know, Whoa. it's not nothing. Uh. <clears throat> Yeah, okay, I hit them with the arrow, and they get stuck to the ground with ensnaring strike. Or, um, dee -dee -dee -dee. nope, those are those are the three, I think. So, alarm, ensnaring strike, or hunter's mark for option number two. What do you all think? Yeah, an ensnaring strike is not just with an arrow. Right, anyway. it could be anything. You hit it with oh, anything. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, hmm... I like I I like the sound of ensnaring strike. Yeah, like thinking back to the 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 
uh, adventure we just had would have been <laughs> pretty useful, yeah, yeah, to like pin the dog to the ground, and then we could all focus on that big dude that uh, handed Sean his uh, <laughs> handed him handed him something. <laughs> all right, so yeah, I'll go with uh, cure wounds and ensnaring strike. Get a little crowd control, as the kids call it these days. Nice. Pretty sure that's a drug, Dan. <laughs> One of those club drugs. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, so ensnaring strike pins the enemy to the ground when you hit it, but by a big, it's like a big, look like a thorny piece of brush or something, kind of like yeah. gra- comes up and traps them. All right. And then you also, did you also choose Cure Wounds? Yep. Okay, good. I'll write that down. Cure Wounds. All right. Those aren't that hard to, uh, yeah. to yeah. do. But on top of those two spells, Dan. But wait, there's more. Also <laughs> get to learn a fighting style. Oh. What? Choose, choose. What's the what's the Brazilian dance fighting style? <laughs> the what? Krav Maga or whatever it is. That's <laughs> you should learn that one. Sean, I'm not getting a Brazilian. All right. This is getting saucy. All right. Uh, oh man, where? Is... Okay. I'm guessing I'm gonna have to look at these. I'm. The... I'm trying to. Ranger section. Yeah, it's in the ranger section. Here we are. You get to do. I thought it was at third level here. It says fighting at... style. At second level, you adopt a particular style of fighting as your specialty. Oh. Choose one of the following options. Oh, archery, defense, dueling, two weapon fighting. Oh, I think it has to be archery. Each one has their own perk. I'll explain the perk. <laughs> archery, you gain a plus two bonus to attack rolls anytime you make them with a ranged weapon. Yeah. Fence, while you are wearing armor, you gain a plus one bonus to your armor class. Dueling, when you are wielding a melee weapon in one hand and no other weapons... You gain a plus two bonus to damage rolls with that weapon or two weapon fighting. When you're using two weapons at the same time, you can add your ability modifier to the damage of the second attack. Okay. Uh, I think archery is the way to go. I've been, I've been enjoying this arrow. Mm, yeah. This, uh, this bow, rather. Okay. Archery is fighting style. And that is a plus two bonus to attack rolls. So that's not damage. That's like roll to hit. Yes. Yep. Yep. There we go. Just like that. Wow, level up. We have leveled up. Level up. Whoa. Amazing. Now, I think, that, I think that that's it. Let me just double check and make sure we're not leaving anything out that could be important. Oh, of course we were leaving something out. <laughs> Each time you gain a level, you also gain an additional hit die. 
for that, everyone? That's when you, um, yeah, everybody gains an additional hit die, but it's not, I don't think it's for, um, I think it's for your, I think it has to do with your HP. Like your HP basically goes up. Oh, that's good. Oh, so what, we earn a point? Yeah. Bas- okay. Basically you all earn well, an HP. I need that. It's more what than- is so I, I do have this thing on my sheet that says hit dice and it yeah. says one D eight. What is that? Where Oh, yes. That uh that's ah, like... you... Alright, so So you spend hit dice whenever you want to regain hit points during a, a short rest. Oh, okay. you automatically regain all your hit points. Right. And if you're ever taking a short rest, gotcha. I have to flip over to chapter eight to learn more about short rests. It depends. It's basically like you roll to see how much hit points you recover. Mm-hmm. Short rest, and the more hit points you have, the more dice you get to roll. So, for example, when you're taking a short rest, you roll a one d ten, and the number you get. Roll that is the amount of hit points you regain on a short rest. Um, but now, because you gain an additional one, you get to roll two d10, and that's I got you. points you recover. Yeah, and we we all get that, and everybody gets. Okay, but but do our hit points change? Yeah, yeah, they change too. They go up. Let me see how much they increase. No, don't they go up to Just the maximum the- of your hit dice? Like your 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 hit point maximum is now. That makes sense. Well, no, but that can't be though, because I had a rolling a one d ten, but my hit points were twelve. Well, yeah, and yeah. also, yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at um your sheet, Dan, and it's a one d ten, and your hit point maximum is twelve. Yeah. So, so there must have been some bonus there that. that oh, I'm, you mean like a um, yeah, you might have had a there might be a perk. Right. Fey ancestry, maybe. Gave you like a little bit of a boost. Okay. Um, d- so d- oh, you so- add your constitution modifier. Oh, I see yeah. that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yep, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. Plus two. Okay. <clears throat> and so now our hit points are twenty. Or twenty-two so- in my case. Yeah. Oh, twenty-two it- in mine because I have the plus two as well. Yeah. 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 Okay. So like- so wait so it's your. My hit points with the modifier double, or no? I think you get the modifier once. Yeah. Okay. So I have so so my hit point max right now is nine, and I have a plus one modifier. So that means my next hit points will be fifteen. No. What's your uh, hit dice, Colby? One d eight. So your your maximum oh. will be two d eight plus one, which is seventeen. 17. Okay. Okay, so when you take when you take a short rest, you roll the the die. Mm-hmm. Then you add your constitution modifier to that roll. That determines how many hit points you recover. Okay. Okay, Got so it. we should we should do that or have we all regained our, our Yeah, hit we took a long rest between yeah, episodes, long, so not that is a long rest. All right, all right. All right, all right. You get to cheat that way. Um yep. <laughs> Cool. And any other perks or bonuses we get as le- as member of the level two? Do we get access to the um, the admiral club at the airport? <laughs> <laughs> what I I just want to make sure we get all our perks. All right. 
Yeah. And I think we're all set. All right. That's all the cool perks we get. All right. Leveling up. How many, uh, do you know off the top of your head, how many hit points we need to get, or how many hit points, how many experience points we need to get to level three? How many experience points to get to level three? We need 900. All right. Uh, We're almost halfway there. So we've got a while to go before we get to that, to that uh, leveling up again. Okay. All right. All right. We are off. We are off. Okay, so adventurers, you have a few decisions to make. As of now, you are standing in the center of. We'll, we'll say you camped out around the fire pit mm-hmm. that existed in this in this um, this little antechamber in the cavern. Uh, you are warming yourselves by the fire. Everybody's just waking up from a long rest, mm-hmm. and you remember that there is the this. The store of treasure all around you, uh, glinting and gleaming, and just waiting to be cracked into. Money rules everything around me. <laughs> dollar, dollar bill, y'all. <laughs> so who's gonna crack open that treasure? Well, I thought. Now I thought, if I remember correctly, from the last time, there was a some kind of lion-headed symbol on the box, and I was about to, before oh, we ran out of time, I was gonna roll. Uh, my uh, an intelligence yeah. check with the history okay. bonus uh, to see if yeah. we knew anything about it. You're, you're a history minor, at, yeah. yeah, my history minor. Vandalin University. <laughs> the the fight in <laughs> dark elves. I don't know. <laughs> All right, I roll a. I roll a ten plus my two bonus is twelve. All right, based on your intelligence check. You recognize, vaguely, you vaguely recognize uh, this symbol that you see on the store of, um, of the wagon. It belongs to... Oh, man. The suspense, it, this is great. It belongs to... This is where this is where the the camera cuts to everyone's faces in shock, and then we go to commercial. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Oh, All right. You notice that this is horrible. <laughs> there is... We'll, we'll edit it in post, right? Not We're a chance. In, yeah. I'm far too lazy for that. Not a chance. Not a chance. I I barely do any work on this. Okay. Computer. Here we go. Here we go. You notice that the crates are all marked with a blue lion, a symbol of the Detroit that Lions. Recognize, yes, of a famous merchant company in Fandolin known as the Lion Shield Coster. Ah, right. this is when the case cracks wide open. <laughs> okay. Uh. It's a blue lion with a silver background, uh, and and that's about all you recognize. Belongs to Lion Shield Coster. Cool. Very famous merchant company out of Fandolin. Suspicious. And this is not the people who hired us to get the the. No, that was that was an independent independent uh, entrepreneur. Uh-huh. As a, <laughs> mm, of course. 
All right. All right. Which incidentally, he's still out there. You haven't you haven't located him yet. Right. That I thought that there was something else we came here for, but still out I am. There. Has his uh his partner in crime is still somewhere in the cave. Right. right we do need to find that guy. Yeah, definitely. He but must be I real think... sad right now. Oh. But first, I think we need some treasure, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I'm too excited by this treasure. <laughs> really care about him too much. Checking out this treasure. Piles and sacks and crates all around. What do we got here? Should I be should I be rolling some sort of perception here, looking around? I'm like poking through. I'm I'm up ending the sacks on the floor, and we're just we're crowbarring the. <laughs> The, the crates open so we can peer at what's inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alright. Uh, Perception. You can just choose to open up the chest. That's oh, yeah. Gonna... Well, let's open up the chest. <laughs> uh, Dan, you can't really mess that up, right? Do you need to roll for that? Or are you going to like, no, oh, and Dan rolls a one and misses the, lo- misses the latch. <laughs> <laughs> you have the boss's key, Sean. You killed the boss, you have his key. Yes. All the so stuff. I slowly approach the mysterious treasure chest. I take the key, covered in blood, insert <laughs> it slowly own. into the lock, and with a deafening thud, I turn it, click, it opens, revealing... Inside of Clark's chest, you find 600 copper pieces, yeah. 110 silver pieces, yeah. two healing potions... Ooh, could use oh. those, all right. <laughs> yeah. And... A jade statuette of a frog with tiny golden orbs for eyes, worth That's... about forty gold pieces. That sounds terrifying. Did uh, I have a serious question? Did we open the chest the last time? Uh, because did. yeah, because I already have written down two hundred copper pieces and a frog statuette in my pouch. <laughs> All right. Yeah, because we split it easily. No, that was another treasure chest. That yeah. these frogs an identical treasure chest yeah. found everywhere. If so, have... they must be like mass produced or something. Redundant <laughs> treasure chests. Mm. Sneaky. Like, yeah. All right. Yeah. I guess the... treasure chest solution that they've been uh, peddling. Yeah, I guess we must have opened this chest last time. I should have just watched last episode so I knew more <laughs> about where we were at. Um. All right. What else is there? I think that's all the treasure. I think you guys have all the treasure. All right. All right. And you know, you know about um, Lion Shield Coster. Yep. And what are you going to do now? So we need to go find Jordan Rockbottom or whatever his name is. Uh, Sounds and, like a shady character. And where are we in the cave now? Can we refresh our memories on that? Because we snuck up through the chimney or the garbage chute or the latrine or whatever it was, and <laughs> <laughs> trash compactor. Tr- trash compactor. <laughs> Basically, it was. <laughs> uh, so we we skipped a whole section of the cave. So should we go? I imagine it would be smarter to go out through Clark's little uh, uh, bedroom here, his antechamber, than to go back the way we came. Yeah, I agree. Sneaking up on whoever it might be. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, the only way you can go to leave this this room. Is just due north of the fire pit. There's a set of natural stairs that lead up to a um, lead up to another part of the cave. 
Okay. All right. All right, so you're going to go up that way? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So how are you going to go? Are you going to run up the stairs or are you going to sneak up the stairs? <laughs> I, think, I think sneaking up the stairs, and I think, I think Colby has proven yeah. adept at the sneaking. No one at last episode, no one, <laughs> no one had any idea where he was. <laughs> it's true. All right. I'll uh, sneak up the stairs. I'm looking for my, my oh, my stealth thing. Super stealthy. All right. So as, what's up? So as you sneak up these stone stairs, you notice the sound of a waterfall echoing throughout the cavern. As you approach, the waterfall gets louder and louder, making it difficult for you to hear each other. What? (laughs) (laughs) Well played. Uh, I'm in in your ear, Sean. You sure are. Uh, A low fieldstone wall serves as a dam, holding the water back, and the water is basically separated into two large pools. One of which, or no, both of which... Um, are being fed by this waterfall. What's the next step? Uh, are you guys going to come up here with me, I guess? <laughs> yeah. yeah we're, we're right behind you. Yeah. yeah. All right. We should, do you want to approach the, the water? Yeah. Can I, uh, can I perception check? Sure. Check the scene for safety. Yeah. See what's going on here. I'm suspicious. All right. I'm going to... I can't find my perception on here. It's uh, under wisdom. Oh, it's wisdom. All right. Oh, I have no bonus on wisdom. I have a modifier. All right. I got a 14. Okay. That's, that's plenty Not for bad. you to uh, look around and see that... Uh, the water drains out the western end of the chamber, which forms a stream. It is the same stream that you encountered earlier when you entered the cave. Okay. Uh, that is the only way out of this room besides the way you came in. Is this, oh, uh, interesting. This little tiny stream. Huh. So... Is there anything on the other side of the stream? No. I'm... Just cave wall. So we've like explored the whole cave now. Not no, this part of it. Wasn't there a chamber that we didn't go into off the entrance when we came in? No, that was the one we went into where the dogs were. Yeah, but... No, I think there's there's one more, but I think we have to follow the stream. Oh, back where we came from? Yes. Gotcha. Okay, well, stream words then. As you follow the stream, you notice that there is a uh, a bridge of sorts that allows you to cross further to the northwest of the cave. Uh, or you can continue to follow the stream further down. Mm. So either... This this wooden the, you notice that the bridge is man made it's wood a wooden bridge, uh, it is relatively stable, and uh, no chance of collapsing or 
melting into the stream. <laughs> what do you guys think? Should we should we backtrack and explore that room, or or press on? Yeah, I think going to the room, we should leave no stone unturned for our yeah, our rock seeker friend. I agree. Yep. Bridgeward. Bridgeward. Yeah, let's let's check it out. Okay. Wait, we're going over the bridge or we're not going over the bridge? Well, let's go over the bridge into the other room or it's follow the stream towards the, I guess, the exit of the cave where we came in. I thought over the bridge was somewhere else that we hadn't been yet. Right. It is. That's the idea. But I thought we decided there was something else in the room we had already been to. That was my question. Oh, no, I thought we, I thought we completed that room. Unless we didn't. Yeah. Yeah, no, there, I'll, I could just tell you there's nothing else interesting in the room. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Some miscommunication, I suppose. Yeah. To the bridge? Yeah. If you hadn't taken Clark and his friends out, that room would have contained more goblins. But they ran mm-hmm. in to help Clark when you started fighting it. Right. Uh, okay. Oh, well, then, Clark. Then let's cross that bridge. Yeah. Let's get there. Cross that bridge. We're crossing that bridge now that we've come to it. Ha <laughs> ah, ha. And you all die. No. <laughs> the bridge wasn't as stable as you thought. It collapsed and killed you all in lied. <laughs> no. You cross the bridge uh, and you the stream passage continues up beyond another set of uneven steps ahead, bending slightly eastward as it goes. A waterfall sounds out from the large cavern you've already explored. And you, as you cross the bridge, you've noticed one goblin standing watch on the bridge. But, fortunately for you, the sound of the waterfall in the previous room has masked your approach. And he is facing the opposite direction. All right. You know what to do, Colby. Yep, yep. Yell loudly at Dan. <laughs> Dan, kill the goblin! No, I got to sneak attack that guy. Yeah, do it. Yeah. All right. I'm rolling, rolling my d20 for my, my short bow. All right. I got a nine plus three, so I got twelve. Twelve. Okay. What are you? Wait. What are you attacking with? Your short bow. Yeah. All right, your arrow. Your arrow hits the goblin right in the loins. Oh man! And he is—he is—he uh, fought. He, he's so shocked at the arrow that has now hit him right in the buttocks. He falls off the bridge and dies on the jagged <laughs> uh, rocks below. You killed him. Dashed upon the rocks. That's harsh. I'm a little sad that we don't get to loot his body. Well, we've got some rope, Colby. That's yeah. true. <laughs> Perhaps we'll have he to. He didn't leave. have anything cool on him. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. Nothing interesting. You killed him just for the fun of it. Just for sport. Yes. All right. So now you're continuing to proceed along the bridge. And... You now have entered. You see that the small, dark tunnel that you have been crossing through 
Um, the small dark tunnel that you were crossing to gives way to a much larger section of the cave. Even larger, or just slightly, slightly larger than the uh, area of the cave where um, Clark was, was residing. Uh, this large cave is divided in half by a ten-foot-high escarpment. A steep natural staircase leads from the lower portion to the upper ledge. The air is hazy with the smoke of a cooking fire and the pungent smell of poorly cured hides and unwashed goblins. Uh-oh. That's uh, not what you want. <laughs> you notice immediately, as you are looking around, six goblins inhabiting this den. One goblin is about two times taller than all of his friends around him. The five ordinary goblins are tending a cooking fire in the northern part of the cave, which is opposite the, the way you entered, mm. while the taller goblin is residing in the southern part of the cave, closer to where you entered. How do you proceed? The, oh, the, uh, the slightly taller goblin is fa- not facing you. He's facing... He seems to be preoccupied with something by the far wall to the south. Okay. okay. Uh... Well, so looking at something on the wall, basically adjacent to where you're coming <clears> from. <throat> so we could try sneak attacking that dude. Sure. Uh, well, since go ahead. We should we should investigate and see if it's possible that our our rock seeker friend is here. Otherwise, it might not be a uh, worthwhile risk. Maybe. F- fair enough. Yeah. Mm. All right. All right. Uh, my wisdom is only ten, so maybe something. Yeah, like a, a I'm gonna perception this thing up. Uh, check the scene for safety. Uh, fifteen. All right, you notice, Dan, that uh, the tall goblin is slightly more elevated. He's on a he's on like a little ledge, basically. Uh, and you notice that the thing that has has preoccupied most of his attention is none other. Then Sildar Hallwinter, friend and and co-entrepreneur of <laughs> Gunman Rockseeker. Ah, there's our guy. Nice. Sildar Hallwinter appears to be badly beaten, uh, and is is tied is is tied hogtied style up against this wall. Uh, the goblin leader, whose name is Yemik. Happens to be Clark second in command. Mm-hmm. It is now. It is just now that Yemik notices the heroes that they have entered the cave. Oh, damn it. Oh, fuck! <laughs> Immediately, he grabs Sildar Hallwinter by his long, flowing brown lock, pulls him up, and produces a dagger from his own pocket. Puts the dagger up to Sildar Hallwinter's throat. And he says, Truce, or this human dies. Mm. This is the part where we save the game, 
and try to shoot him right between the eyes <laughs> again. And then you can just load your save if it yeah. doesn't work out the rest. Like, that is a great idea. <laughs> Don't think it works that way. Sadly. <laughs> oh man, what do you guys think? Should we well, should we hear him out? You you know what I think we should do? What? I think we should conclude this episode and make people wait until next oh, time to find out. What an insane cliffhanger for everyone to listen to. I realize half this episode was us figuring out uh, rules and uh, how to yeah. level up our perks, but it's part of the story. And I guarantee the next episode will be chock full of adventure. Uh, I want to remind everybody goldilockshow.com and Gold, uh, SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash goldilockshow, both places to get the episodes. Uh, the videos are up on YouTube as well. And of course, subscribe and follow at all the respective places. The links are at goldilockshow.com. We want your feedback. If you like the Dungeons & Dragons episode, you like the board game episode we did previous to this, uh, or you didn't like them, let us know. GoldilockShow at gmail.com and at GoldilockShow on Twitter. Thanks again to Dan and Colby for being here, and of course, Matt, as always, for being here. Um, Be sure to tune in for episode 34, where we continue our adventure and find out whether our good friend, uh, I forgot, uh, Quetzalcoatl, Chimichanga, whatever his name is, um, if he lives or dies, uh, join us next time. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time on the Goldilocks Zone.